right? Yeah. Hey, guys. I see Hake is live, and I see I'm on Mixer, Periscope, DLive, YouTube, Facebook, and, of course, Twitch usually connects later, right? Uh, it, you know, it may already be connected. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Monday, May 25th, 2020. It is Memorial Day. I think that means a half day for us, right? Although it's already going to be a half day by the time, you know, if you're strictly counting eight hours, right? By the time I'm done. And then we have like another hour to go because we've got to handle, handle everything. So, I have a show for you. And I'm going to be taking your calls as well. Happy Memorial Day, if you're supposed to say that. It is Memorial Day. That means honor the fallen soldiers, right? Right on. So let's just... I'm assuming that Twitch is connected. I know that Jib Jab and Shake Ninja 420X or whatever do connect on Twitch to follow me. I got a, I got a mod Jib Jab over there. But let's go ahead and get started with the show, presuming that no drops occur. Maybe people are off the internet, going to the beach. It, it's so neat. Let's do this. One, two, three, four. Oh. What's up, guys? I am James Hake. Thank you for the heads up. Hermes, mic was open. <laughs> and thank you to, uh, what's his name? Big Bump, also known as Derek. Oh, I shoot, I just doxed him. Thank you to Big Bump for uh, the shout out. He said that this is the hypest, this Hey Guys is the hypest in music intro ever. Thank you, appreciate that. And, uh, Andrew, I gotta call you back. It's been days. And uh, Jay, speaking of that, I gotta call you back too, man. So anyways, congratulations. What's up, Jib Jab? Let me, let me mod you. Let's see if I can mod you. Add friend. Da, da, da. I do stream on six platforms. Mod Jib Jab. Jib Jab is a faithful supporter of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, The Hake Report, and Bond rebuilding the man. He's come to Bond. Beautiful family. Right on. What's up, Tim? So, before I get to calls, I will get to calls. Some of you guys are already on hold, wanting to talk about Ahmad Arbery and all that mess. I don't believe that we dropped Friday at all. Or Sunday. I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure that we did fine. Thursday was awful, and Wednesday, I think, too. Like three, four times we dropped. <laughs> but, you know, it's racism. <laughs> so, let me just tell you guys, I have to get to these stories before I get to the calls, okay? Hang tight, you guys can call in, 888-775-3773. Let me just cover these Ann Coulter tweets, alright? Ann Coulter, I like her. Everybody here likes Ann Coulter, right? Everybody. Not one person. How can you not like Ann Coulter? Unless you're just um, liberal and hate the truth. So, but let me just cover, and Trump. How can you hate Trump? Unless you just hate the truth. And um, Jeff Sessions, he's a likable guy. I just don't, I don't know, I'm... Me being so judgmental, I just distrust him now because I distrust practically every politician in office. I don't like, I don't trust Ted Cruz anymore. I don't trust Mike Lee anymore. I don't know if I should trust Jeff Sessions anymore. I never, I don't trust Trey Gowdy. The only thing I remotely liked about Trey Gowdy was when he talked tough, but I was never really totally convinced. Um, I do like how President Trump makes some of these people function, rhinos like uh, Lindsey Graham. And I say that lovingly because I kind of like Lindsey Graham when he's, you know, defending the innocent. 
such as Justice Kavanaugh. And he stands with Trump. I like him for that. But he is a rhino. It's just objectively true. But, you know, right on for functioning somewhat. So anyways, let me cover these tweets from Ann Coulter because there's this controversy in over the Alabama U.S. Senate race, U.S. Senator from Alabama. Uh, Jeff Sessions was senator of Alabama, for Alabama, in the United States. And that was from 1997 until 2017. He got out of the Senate in order to become attorney general, U.S. attorney general, which was a great step up from the disgusting Loretta Lynch, who lynched white people. (laughs) Loretta Lynch was the black attorney general, just disgusting, carried on in the footsteps of Barack Obama's first attorney general. She was his second attorney general. Um, Eric Holder, the disgusting, gun-grabbing liberal who hates whites. And he also hates blacks, of course, but he pretends to be on the side of blacks. So, um, Jeff Sessions, okay, I was happy at the time. Like, yeah, he's pretty tough on immigration. He was with Trump from the beginning. And I respect him for that. Now he seems to want credit for being with Trump for the beginning. As if his support made other people trust Trump. No, I trusted Trump way more than any other politician that I've ever trusted. (laughs) Call me wrong, but here's another person who trusted Trump. She even wrote a book called In In Trump We Trust. Was she too excited about him? Now maybe she's too excited the opposite direction. Ann Coulter who wrote Adios America regarding this immigration thing because she realized that this immigration thing is way bigger than anything else because this immigration thing, we're bringing in all these so-called immigrants and illegals, but both legal immigrants and illegal immigrants, and they're going to be voting for this socialist destruction of America anyways, globalist socialist, abortion, all that stuff, boom, 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 boom. We're never going to get the right votes on those again because we're going to be so overrun with mob rule that uh because immigrants are mostly the mob the democrats the disgusting evil people that promote evil they come from socialist countries and make us socialist again again i say (laughs) they make us a bad country an evil country in an unjust country in the name of so-called social justice. So anyways, Trump was upset with Jeff Sessions for recusing himself. Never told Trump he was going to recuse himself with this phony Russia investigation thing. And so Trump was very disappointed in him. Repeatedly complained on Twitter about this guy. He never should have done this. And now look at the mess I have to deal with. Whereas had he stood firm and... There is controversy over whether he needed to or not. Even Mike Cernovich, who is a lawyer guy, said he didn't need to recuse himself. So, I tend to trust Cernovich on that. But listen to Ann Coulter going off because Trump is endorsing this guy who might be a rhino, Tommy Tuberville, a former football coach or something, over Jeff Sessions because he was so disappointed in Jeff Sessions. You had your chance, you failed. And Jeff Sessions is saying that he had to recuse himself from this phony Russia investigation. So Ann Coulter tweeted three years ago, a complete, a complete moron of a president, referring to Trump, told NBC's Lester Holt, he's black, I was going to fire Comey. When I decided to do it, I said to myself, I said, you know, this Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made-up story. Bam! Special prosecutor, says Ann Coulter, because once the Democrats heard that, they had an excuse that uh, he can fire Comey for any, in a, any reason that he wishes because he's the president. The, atter- the uh, FBI director, doesn't he serve at the pleasure of the president? But, um, you know, it's all politics, right? So is she wrong? I don't know. I think that they would have gotten a so-called special prosecutor regardless. That's my guess. So then tweet two. The most disloyal, and I have all these tweets, Joel. I don't know if you've seen them. Um, 
the most disloyal actual retard that has ever set foot in the Oval Office, referring to Trump, <laughs> that's gotta be exaggeration, is trying to lose and take the Senate with him. Another Roy Moore fiasco so he can blame someone else for his own mess. And Roy Moore was a guy who, or is a guy, Judge Roy Moore, a great judge. He was an Alabama Supreme Court justice. I think he was the Supreme Court justice. I mean, the chief justice of the Supreme Court in Alabama. State Supreme Court, right? And Roy Moore is a Christian. He believes in natural law, and he believes in America. Great. Um, he would have been great. But is he too, um, was he too Christian or not set, not cut out? At that point, for national politics, I don't know. Because Washington Post did a hit piece on him, accusing him of... They were trying to accuse him of trying to have sex with underage girls. And by underage, this means like 30, 40 years ago, um, 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds, and he was, you know, late 20s, maybe early 30s, supposedly, right? And nobody knows if this is true, but they just ran with it. Just, ha- just have to put out the accusation against a man, right? And also in those days and in that era, older men, meaning like 20s, 30s, were getting with uh, girls in their teens. You know, kind of mid to late teens. In some cases, I know one woman whose um, father was like 30 or something, and her mother was 13, something like that. That was the culture way back in the, in the, in the day. And nowadays they, they claim that's pedophilia or something like that. And um, I don't know, nowadays they, uh, people are so immature that they're practically, people are practically children through their 30s. Look at me, I'm, out. well, never mind. <laughs> but people are, act, are very immature now. And they, that's what they want to do is like raise the age Women are, have their healthiest children at a pretty young age. And then the older they get, the more unhealthy the ch- children get. But that's what they want. They want them not to have children. They want to depopulate because they believe in this overpopulation thing. They believe in so-called climate change and all that mess. Disgusting stuff. But anyways, they hit Roy Moore and he didn't withstand the attacks. And Doug Jones, the Democrat, took... Jeff Sessions's seat. It was a special election. Doug Jones, the Democrat. So she's saying another Roy Moore fiasco so that he can blame someone else for his own mess. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Because Trump didn't endorse Roy Moore, but he did support Roy Moore once he got the nomination. There was another Republican who was running. But whatever. Trump didn't build the wall and never had any intention of doing so, claims Ann Coulter in her third tweet. What the heck? The one person in the Trump administration who did anything about immigration was Jeff Sessions. And this lout attacks him. Crazy, huh? Never had any intention of building the wall? I don't know how she can, can say that. And he has been building the wall. She reminds me of like the, the alt-right types, like Mike Enoch, who just claim without evidence that Oh, he's a politician. Politicians lie. He didn't want to build the wall. He lied to us. When he's done nothing but try to get the wall built. He's been fighting for ages to get the wall built. Um, so. And then she said, COVID. And Col- Are you following this, Joelle? She, because I have all these tweets from her. She said, COVID. This is number four. COVID gave Trump a chance to be decent, compassionate human being, or pretending to be. But he couldn't even do that. Oh, gosh. That's dumb. You're just grasping at straws at this point, Anne. Come on. That's what she claims, that COVID gave him a chance to be decent. And then she said the media is salivating over the former football coach Tommy Tuberville, choice of the most disloyal human that God ever created, Donald J. Trump. I don't know. We'll see. And then she said, great work in the last Alabama Senate race, Mr. President. Keep it up and we'll have zero Republican senators. The next Republican president will be elected in the year 4820. <laughs> Sessions had to re- 
Cues himself, you complete blithering idiot. You did not have to go on Lester Holt's show and announce you fired Comey over the Russian investigation. That's what got you a special prosecutor. Which was, who, Mueller, I guess? And I don't, I'm not convinced that he had to recuse himself. Is she siding with the establishment, I wonder? I don't know. Because Sessions, in my mind, is kind of establishment. Even though he is pretty conservative. I can't wait to see what the media have in store, she says, for the former football coach Tuberville. This is going to be another Roy Moore catastrophe also engineered by Trump. Hashtag save the Senate. I will never apologize, she says, for supporting the issues that candidate Trump advocated, but I am deeply sorry for thinking about this shallow, broken man would show even some remote fealty to the promises that got him elected. I don't know. I think that's, not, that's unfair. He's... He's held to his promises, hasn't he? Trump got Alabama a Democrat U.S. Senator by his idiotic meddling in the primary last time. If you know nothing else, Alabamians, you should do the opposite of what Trump recommends in a primary. Okay, last time there were three Republicans fighting for the senator seat, right? For the, in the primary. It was Roy Moore... Uh, this other guy that Trump supported, and this other person whom probably Ann Coulter must have supported. I remember, um, I remember Sean Hannity endorsed some guy, and I don't, I'm blanking on his name, it doesn't really matter. But, um, Roy Moore is the one who won. <laughs> over the, over the, um, in Alabama. What a mess. Let the people th- judge for themselves. But Trump can throw his weight to- behind whoever he wants. I don't know. But they are bringing up um, sketchy things about Tuberville. By they, I'm referring to Mike Cernovich, who's a journalist who's looked into the guy who he hired to be like his top campaign guy was a Trump hater. And supposedly he was for a- this Tuberville guy was for amnesty before pretending to be tough on immigration. And he claimed that he's going to be for building the wall. I don't know. The, so many of these politicians are just performers. I can't trust any of them. But uh, I don't know if I have to pick a side. I, pick, I, I side with Trump, but whatever. In February 2019, Trump declared a national emergency on the southern border. I remember that. And it is a national emergency. It's been a national emergency for decades, honestly. But since it's been that way for decades, they pretend, oh, it's not an emergency. You know, the liberal media and the rhinos and the Democrats, while pushing himself away from Coulter. Because Coulter responded by saying, the only national emergency is that our president is an idiot. She said that almost a year and a half ago. Trump said back then, I haven't spoken to her. I don't follow her. I don't talk to her. But the press loves to bring up the name Ann Coulter, he said. Probably if I did speak to her, she would be very nice, but I just don't have time to speak with her. <laughs> She's off the reservation, he said. I don't know. I don't know. She, she might be a little beside herself with this thing. Coulter had written a book, In Trump We Trust. E Pluribus is awesome. Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed her at that time. Was she too excited to... I mean, that sounds... Maybe a little overexcited to write a book in Trump We Trust. So maybe she was overexcited, as a lot of the alt-right were too, that, oh, he's going to be something, such and such in my mind. Maybe that's what they were thinking. And then when he didn't turn out to be exactly what they wanted, they um, betrayed him, acting like he betrayed them. Coulter also told KABC that she, KABC is a local radio station here, she was going to change the title of the paperback version of her book to In Trump We Trusted. This is the worst open borders country has ever had under the president who ran against open borders, she said. And that's not, that's true. But that's not Trump's fault. That's a reaction against Trump. They're rushing people in like crazy, like emergency. It's a national emergency to truck in as many illegals and, as possible and, and legal immigrants they're trying to bring in. Because they know that Trump is not for that. So they're panicking, trying to just overrun the system and break it. 
the system being all these uh, Border Patrol people who are just overrun with all these people and then they're saying, oh, this is inhumane. The, the stuff is too crowded. The holding cells are too crowded. You have to let them go. So I say maybe she shouldn't have gotten too excited about him in the first place. I've heard advice. You shouldn't get too excited one way or the other about a person. Not judge them as good or bad if they say something that you strongly agree with, right? That you agree with or disagree with strongly. Don't judge them too harshly or too positively. Maybe that's what happened with her. Not sure if she's actually beside herself or if she was just kidding, trying to hold him to his word. Which he already wants to hold to his word. So, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to get to some calls, but um, I did get an email that I am right about Baltimore. I was arguing with this black rhino guy, who, I think he's a rhino, who um, was saying, I was saying that blacks don't care about black-on-black crime, and he's saying, yes, they do. And I said, he said, why do you think blacks don't care? And I said, because it, has, it hasn't gotten better. And he said, well, crime has gone down in cities like Los Angeles and Baltimore and some other city, right? And I said, well, I didn't respond because it's so, such a ridiculous, nitpicking, intellectual deflection of the real problem. Because, and then I thought about it later and I said, well, well, I didn't tell him yet, but I said yesterday on my show, because I am on Sundays, that the crime may have gone down, but that's partly because they cracked down on the crack epidemic. Crack came out of vogue. It was really messing people up. And the crack epidemic had murder rates like double, triple what we have today. It's crazy. And I said crime, has go- crime always goes up and down, but the moral, um, moral makeup of the people has only gotten worse. Whether the symptom, the crime, the violence, the murders... Those are a symptom. Those are not the problem. The problem is their, uh, I don't know, the stuff that Jesse Lee Peterson talks about. Their lack of morality. And their lack of morality is at an all-time gone. They hate white people more than ever I've, that I've seen in my life. And they, um, they support Democrats and the, the most disgusting aspects of the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party is like at an all-time moral low. Worse than when they had the KKK, I would imagine. Because they're promoting, like, total degeneracy. LGBTQIA stuff. Uh, getting rid of God in their platform. Well, they voted for that, but the L.A. mayor who was at the convention years ago pretended that they didn't vote, it, <laughs> vote God out of their platform. But anyways, they just, they hate Christians, they hate whites. This is the Democrat Party. They're anti-American. That's why I always harp on Earl from Michigan, my second favorite caller who happens to be on the line. Um, for being a Democrat, he says, oh, hola, grand dragon of the KKK, and I say, hola, Democrat. <laughs> because the Democrats are every bit a destructive, murderous hate group as KKK ever was. More. And the KKK is Democrats anyways. Some of the ones who are former KKK, yeah, because because... KK, I mean, the Democrats are so anti-nationalist, they're anti-America now, that some have gone to the Republican side, whatever. But, um, anyways, the population declined in Baltimore. Population is like a, at a decades-long low. It's a record, decades spanning. And um, that's why crime went down in uh, Baltimore and crime went down so-called, supposedly, in uh, Los Angeles, partly because a whole lot of the blacks are moving back to the south because they're being pushed out by the um, immigrants, the illegals, and the Hispanics. And um, wherever else. It's a mess. So anyways, um, I'm going to get to some of that and more of this pro-abortion mess, speaking of the Democrats being disgusting. Oh, maybe if I talk to Earl, I'll bring this up. Anyways, let me get to Paramedic out of Florida. Paramedic, it's good to hear from you. Oh, I'm glad that you're bringing up this topic. Paramedic, go for it. Hey, James. Hey. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, 
give you a little more information on the a story that you covered during uh, one of the breaks during uh, Jesse Lee Peterson's show. Yes. Uh, yeah, I live in Daytona. Okay. And uh, that report was uh, misleading. Uh, there were many, many hundreds of more uh, down the road uh, from where the incident happened, where there was a guy throwing money out the car. Of course, you know, it's Martin Luther King Boulevard, so <laughs> you already... <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they had to shut that down. And uh, But what they had done was uh, all the black people, they went on, like, black Twitter and, uh, you know, Facebook and everything, and they said, everyone from Miami and Orlando, you know, we're going to go to Daytona and, you know, F... I'm going to give you a up. picture, Joel, in a sec. When When you come back, it's fine. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, they just, you know, got on black Twitter and Facebook and said that they were going to come in and F stuff up. You know, they were going on about the armed Ahmad robbery, whatever, armed, whatever, it's all that. Oh, it was over over that? Well, some of them were. Everyone just found any excuses. They all had their own excuses, right? Yeah, yeah, to just come in and create havoc. And uh, and it was cool because you had mentioned that uh, car that, that was backfiring. Yeah, I was actually kind of worried about it. It went right by my house and wow. it was backfiring uh, while it was happening. The only reason why I wasn't—I mean, I kind of ducked a little bit, but like the cyclical rate, you know, of the backfire, it would have been too precise, you know, to be like a first automatic weapon. So, right, interesting. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know, and of course, you know, as Mister Flaherty would say, the media is in complete lie. You know, a lot in deceit. And, right. You know, about the whole mess. They came to come cause havoc. Wow. Uh, all right. Yeah, James. I'm going to show I'm going to show some photographs from the sun slash Getty images of some of this incident so that uh, people can see a little bit, at least yeah. get a hint of maybe the aftermath or the before math. And, you um, know, just the other mess. day with the incident in Deland, you know, I, I got... Deland? Uh, yeah, you remember that one where there was a 3,000 uh, people block party out there and the police had to go in <laughs> and break that up and... What? <clears throat> just all sorts of mess and uh, and also, because I love you, James, I have to correct you. Okay. Uh, Ann Coulter is 100% correct. She might be a woman and being a little... A little uh, shrill? Eccentric, yeah. yes. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, with Kushner and Miller and all the people Trump has surrounded himself with, uh, they're making sure triple time that immigration stays at its all-time highest. Let me ask you, and so maybe you're right about about Kushner and, and those other people that you mentioned, but let me ask you this stuff that she's saying, just to make sure. Uh, whether you agree with this stuff. He didn't build the wall and never had any intention of doing so. Do you agree with that? You know, I think... I think the whole thing was an op from the beginning. I think he said anything that he had to say to get into office. You don't think he meant it? I think... I think he said what he said so he could get himself and all of his, we'll call them people, uh, from New York to get them into places of power. I mean, wow. isn't all the, all the people. Okay, so, called- so basically you agree with her on that. Um, COVID gave him a chance to be a decent, compassionate human being or pretend to be, but he couldn't do that. Do you agree with that? I don't really understand what she's talking about. Oh, because he didn't really express sympathy for those who've, the families of those victims who've died and stuff like that. I think, I assume that that's what she means because the media has said stuff along those lines too. Oh, I mean, if they really truly So that part you don't really know. Yeah, like the compassion part, you know, like there's horrible things happening all the time and, you know, no one says or does anything or so you're not you know. necessarily with her on that no i don't really care no i have yeah. been watching the news man that like, seemed like a guys. that seemed like a she was just piling on at that point yeah <laughs> but you know. i don't i don't agree with you on this i mean 
okay, I, I definitely understand the criticism and the leeriness of his cabinet. But I don't see him as, I see him as pretty genuine. What he, what he said that he wanted, wanted to do, he's been fighting to do it. He's been fighting to build the wall. So I don't see it, I disagree with you guys on that thing. And um, this disloyal thing. And uh, all that, I don't, I don't buy that. Maybe his cabinet, yeah. I mean, Kushner is a liberal. He just is. He may not be as uh, off the deep end as the others, but... And Sessions had to recuse himself. Do you agree with that? Uh, I did. I don't know why. Or I. That's all. That that one you don't. You're not necessarily with her on that, huh? All right. Yeah, like. Yeah. uh, Do you know anything about Tuberville? Actually, that's one thing I wanted to ask you. Is he fat? Is Tuberville fat? No, he, he he looks like, and he sounds like he maybe used to be, but he's not. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't I, know anything I, about him. And, you yeah, know, sorry, from yeah. the stuff that I hear, I don't know if I should trust him. I just don't. I yeah, just don't know. I, I mean, to get into any type of high office, now you have to be connected, and you have to be connected through the right people with the right amount of financing. And from what we've learned from the Jeffrey Epstein uh incident they have to have dirt on you and you know jeffrey epstein was just one man i almost guarantee you in all of these high level uh positions of our offices that we have there's some sort of op going on i mean uh, the by, whole an Russia, op, by an op you mean an operation behind the scenes that we don't know about is that what you mean by op yeah like you know dirt or political scandal or you know, I mean, they're all pretty bad people, I would imagine. I appreciate it, paramedic. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah all right. Man. Take care. So, uh, let me get let me get Ben out of Canada. I haven't talked to Ben in a sec. I think I've, I, I say sec, short for second. Blacks say mid. Good. <laughs> What's Good up, morning, Ben? Hey, it's good to hear good? from you. Yeah, you remember, hey? We talked about snowboarding last time. I didn't remember the snowboarding part, but I do remember talking with you before. Okay, great. Yeah, I've been on Jesse's show a couple times, too. But anyway, i was uh, been in a bit of a research, um, bit of a, yeah, I've been just researching a lot of the kind of BS that they feed us through science lately. And a rabbit hole talk- that I went down. By, well, give me an example of the BS. Are you talking about climate by, change? Yeah, climate change, trends. Stuff is oh yeah, transgender stuff. Whatever, but so they're super selective with what they use science to back up. Right. But then they also, uh, like the latest rabbit hole I've been on is evolution versus creationism. And evolution, there's a lot of really brilliant uh, creationist scientists that have just debunked evolution and how it's essentially just it, it's a theory that makes zero sense. So that is taken as an obvious scientific, oh, if you don't believe that, then you're just anti-science, you're dumb, whatever. But I just wanted to see if you had uh, thought about that or heard about that at all. You know, I don't really know, and I don't really care. I lean towards, yeah. obviously, I, uh, obviously, I tend to believe in the creation thing. And yeah. then this, the evolution thing, I don't, it's like, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> it's, yeah, I was, I, I listened I to it. some of these, I have... You know, I have atheist friends, and I listen to some of these atheists online, and they're so shallow, like they're hung up on, or they pretend to be at least, hung up on, like, the creation story, and Jesus rose from the dead story, and miracles. They pretend like they're hung up on those things, but I don't believe that they're actually hung up on those things. Maybe they've been turned into intellectuals, so they worry, they... Say, oh, that's preposterous. It couldn't have happened. Meanwhile, they believe in stuff that they have no idea whether it's true, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And it is just a theory at the end of the day. I find it, I'm with you, you know, it doesn't really matter. I find it just interesting. And I find that it's kind of at the foundation of a lot of the destructive uh, mindset in the world. Because if you think, you know, if a person thinks that we're just animals, then we're just supposed to give in to all of our you know, temptations, and we're just animals, so it doesn't, like, life is meaningless. It's kind of, yeah, a lot of the bad things in the world, I think, stem from the mindset that we're just 
animals that have ancestors that are fish somehow, you know? I don't agree that that's the source of why people are so shallow and vapid and spiritually dead oh, and denying... Oh, not, not the it's, source, but... Yeah, I think that it's just another, th another lie that's thrown in against people. Because I've heard people say, oh, flat earth is the ultimate truth. Then you really can believe in God. But that's just, you're just believing all this flat earth, creation, evolution, globe earth. All these things are a distraction from the spirit, which is the, which is the truth. And so yeah, people, people yeah. get caught up in, the, these things are just intellectualism, you know? It's just a distraction, and then you think that you have the truth. It's like if I learn about black-on-white crime, right? Because black-on-white crime is out of control. The blacks hate the whites. The media hates the whites. The politicians hate the whites. And everybody, criminologists hate the whites because they're academics. Yeah. But if I learn that stuff, and I want to beat somebody over the head with my black-on-white crime st uh, facts, then I'm, it's not as though I have the truth. I'm just spouting facts, but I'm not living a life of truth. I'm still an angry person just with a little more knowledge about some area, and then I'm looking down on the other people, still fellow children of the lie, you know? Children yeah, of the lie don't get along with each other. Like knowledge versus wisdom. Yeah. You, know, you can always uh, have some knowledge that refutes some other knowledge, but wisdom and truth is always going to be true no matter what. That's why I tend to um, support the people that I support and trust. You know, like... And maybe I shouldn't trust pe men, right? But people like Jesse Lee Peterson are just simple, and they just aim at the truth. And mm -hmm. they're not into piddly detail facts and mess. You heard his inter you heard his conversation with that guy. There was a caller. I don't. I'm blanking on his name from like Georgia or somewhere. Who said I'm not your? You've never run into a black like me. I came from money, and he's like spouting this <laughs> this. He's bringing up stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what Jesse's talking about as though he's and he's doing that in order to deny simple reality. And so by that yeah, by that measure he's just like the blacks that he's pretending that he's different from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no it's uh, it's true. I think that's why Jesse's uh message is so uh lasting and profound you know it is just simple and yeah aimed at the truth but yeah i know i don't i try not to get hung up on those things i just wondered if you had a yeah i i i've listened a little bit to this i've listened a little bit to the to that stuff what's funny is that i notice that when i hear the different arguments from the different people each side's each side sounds kind of convincing like they know what they're talking about <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I, I find it, it helped me in the beginning of my the formulation of my faith just because it really shows how outstanding God's power is and the, you know the Noah's Ark story and all of it you know it really just blows your mind if you're within the worldview that that's the truth but again it doesn't really really matter uh, in a day to day sense but I found that it really helps me uh, just have a reverence for God's uh, Sovereignty and and power and all that. So, all right, cool. Appreciate yeah. that, Ben. Anyway, good to hear yeah, from I'll you, let man. You, let you get some more callers, but uh, love the show. Love Thank you, and uh, have a good one. God bless. All right, you as well. Take care. Right. Okay, Jib Jet. Let me quickly read a couple super chats. A few. Well, a couple, right? Several super chats, and get to my second favorite caller and others, and hopefully get to this abortion thing. Dang. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Oh, let me show you. Okay. I'm going to be reading these super chats, but meanwhile, I'm going to be showing also these pictures. Did I put them in there? It's uh, Black Violence Beaches. Yeah. It's just showing you, like, blacks getting arrested and pictures of them on cars. This is in Daytona Beach, Florida. Look at all these blacks sitting on a car and, like, crowding around because somebody was throwing out money. What was that about? <laughs> and then these, these black females are getting arrested. What? Ladies aren't supposed to get arrested? 
And uh, there's, there's a male who got arrested. Police officer escorts a man in handcuffs following reported shooting near Ocean Boulevard, 6th Avenue North. I don't know if that's the one where somebody died. This is during the day, right? So these women were arrested during the day. Nobody died. There were like three different shootings in, a, in the span of a week in Daytona. No, was that Daytona or was that? Oh, never mind. I'm thinking about, uh, oh, no, this is South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. This is in Myrtle Beach. There were shootings in Myrtle Beach and supposedly shootings in uh, Daytona, Florida. Blacks involved. Look at that. Isn't that a beautiful sight? I'm showing you pictures of crowded beach in um, Huntington Beach, California. Beautiful. And the dumb liberals with their lines of, these people don't care about anybody else because they're not wearing masks or following the rules. Please. So, right on to the people, the beachgoers, at least the ones who followed the law. Jib Jab says, wait for it. Alejandro Davila says, y'all stay blessed this Memorial Day. Haken crew, YouTube chat, and all those who've served. Main. Right on. Ryan Bardwell says, thanks to Marcus Jones for unblocking me. Laughing. <laughs> Joe says, Fox News passively undermines Trump and his agenda. I can't disagree. Uh, some of them are good. I like, uh, what's his name? Tucker. Everybody likes Tucker. Ryan Bardwell says, shout out to the Mod Squad here and the Bond the Fallen State. True family. 100. Trevor Wesley says, keep up the good work, brother. Ah, white brother. No, I'm kidding. Probably brother in Christ is what he means, right? We're Christians. He says, keep killing the ego of these intellectual liars. Also, Marcus Jones plays jazz skin whistle. Learn from his mama. I don't know what that means. What is a skin whistle? I don't know if I want to know. Dimitriov says, most not all, FOB. FOB. Fresh off the boat? Legal slash illegal immigrants don't have the mindset to support and back a man like Trump. At least not for a few years. The other side knows this. Is he ta- Did he say fob? <laughs> I learned fob when I was in uh, freshman year of high school. I learned that that meant. I don't know how I... Anyways. School. School kids. Anyways, Ryan Bardwell says, Best chat on this side of heaven. And hot computer smell. And he also says, Inner Circle, 100. Awesome men's history shirt today. Thumbs up. Thank you, Hot Computer Smell. And shout out to the hosting, Ferocious Chihuahua, the ice creams, lemons, diamonds. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, let me get to... Let me get to Earl in Michigan. Yes. Let me get to Earl. My second favorite caller, guys. Earl, thanks for holding. What's up? Hola, buenos dias. Hola. And, uh, I thought he said boy, but he said buenos dias. No, buenos, buenos dias. Yeah, yeah. That Senora means good day. Good morning. James Hake. Hey. You know, somebody, somebody called yesterday and asked a question, and it sounds, it looks like you want to respond to that question. Yeah. I just called in response to answer his question. So this Which, person yeah, called in surface. and said... He's in his community in I I forget if it's Maryland or where he called from. He sees blacks of all socioeconomic statuses, which is might be a commie term, littering, whether they're rich or poor, or middle class, so-called middle class, which is another communist term, right? I think <laughs> littering. That's what he sees. I I see Mexicans littering and others. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to uh, answer. Uh, basically, uh, that's only in his limited experience. Uh, littering is not the exclusive purview of black folks, <laughs> as you well know. Uh, the, on the surface, level, but, uh, you would think that's a stupid and silly question. No, but, uh, no, because there is a lot of disrespect amongst the... Um, amongst the blacks, 
And so, yeah, it's true. They do. Well, there's, depending on where you are, there's, there's the same thing uh, with whites and so forth. Have you ever attended uh, a sports event, a major sports event, and saw the litter? Have you ever attended an outdoor concert and saw the, the litter? Yeah. And so forth. That was left. Have you ever littered? Uh, it's not. Uh, Have you ever it, littered, it's, Earl? Uh, yes, I've littered. Uh, what? And, but I've, what? I've learned not to okay. litter. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever uh, sinned, uh, James? Have I ever sinned? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, so you're not. Have you ever? Have you? you ever picked up litter? Yes. By force. Learned, by force after I've committing learned, a crime or by choice. I've learned not to litter. And you pick, I was and you, always criticized if I littered. Yeah. But you know, as a By kid, who? Who, you who criticized do, you? You may do what you're, what you're not supposed to do. Right. But, who, uh, who criticized you? I'm just curious. Hmm? Who criticized family, you for littering? Uh, family didn't uh, accept that. That was nothing... Uh, Your parents? Uh, that, that was something that was taught. That, uh, you know, when you, when you when you threw something, you just throw it out or... Or, or dispose of it. So by choice, uh, you've picked up litter? Huh? By choice, you've picked up litter? When I say by yeah, choice, you times, weren't forced to by times, the state? <laughs> at times, I've picked up litter. Right on. I, and, and also, I have littered. So I'm just saying, I wasn't perfect. Uh, yeah. I've done things that, uh, you know, in hindsight, you learn and you grew up to get wiser and, and you stop doing yeah, okay. I was, I've picked up litter uh, sometimes in my neighborhood and been like, I, there's these old guys who say, you're a good man. I've never seen somebody pick up litter before. <laughs> and I've picked up litter at these Christian uh, music festivals yeah, before. Yeah, trash by trash. Because... You know, I was with a person that missed the trash can. I said, I picked it up and, and uh, put it in the trash can. Do you, have you ever criticized uh, a young black for littering? Uh, n not really, uh, 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 face to face with somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know, usually if they're in a car or something, usually just something that's discarded and they're gone. I know. You know, you know that's what I've seen too. Uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. I see them litter right outside the, when they get their drive through stuff, they just litter the straw cover and all that mess. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Earl. Fair enough. Yeah. I want to ask you this this question. There's this tweet from this African-sounding name. This is the abortion stuff, Joel. This, oh, can you talk up? Because I'm, I'm okay. losing you. Okay, there's this tweet from this, abor this person, African-sounding name. And this person says, the first sentence of this article, this person shares an article. I think it's a man. His name is Obianuju Ikiocha. Doesn't it sound pretty African to me? But he says, I think it's a he, the first sentence of this article sends chills down my spine, but it is a, pla a classic pro-abortion sentiment by abortion supporters rallying behind a pro-abortion politician. It is also eerily close in reality to reality of abortion. Read the opening remark of the article. And so I open up this article. It's from The Nation. Yeah. You're starting to get farther away from the mic. Okay, I, so I opened up this article. You heard what he said, basically, that it's, he's talking about the opening remark of this article. This article says, We should take women's accusations seriously, but Tara Reid's fall short. Tara Reid being the woman who accused Joe Biden. And this woman named Katha Polite says, I would vote for Joe Biden even if I believed Reid's account. Fortunately, I don't have to sacrifice morality for political uh, necessity. Repeat that. This woman, I would do what? This woman says that she would vote for Joe Biden even if she believes Tara Reid's account. But fortunately, she doesn't. And then she says, listen to this opening line. I would vote for Joe Biden even if he boiled babies and ate them. He wasn't my candidate, but taking back the White House is that important. What do you think about that? Well... I think uh, anybody is capable. Oh of, no! This is a woman who of, wrote that. Of uh, absurd, absurd uh, comments. 
I don't agree or or sanction or or or, or go along with any comment by anybody. You know, just because they're black or or white or yellow or green. Did you know uh, that? Did you know that that's? Did you know that? that hey, hey, let me stop you. That's fine. I wasn't saying that you necessarily. I wouldn't expect you to agree, to agree with that sentiment, right? But did you know that that's the sentiment of the Democrat Party? Is that a question? Yeah, they're very pro-abortion. Yeah, uh, right. They have been pro. They are pro-abortion. Yeah. Uh, and you support them? Are you pro-life? Yeah. Are you totally pro-life? Yeah. So you don't believe the state should have a right to to, to put people to death because you're pro-life too? Not no, no, no. They can kill those people. Those are criminals. So you you, you have limited pro-life. Uh, no, that's opinion. pro-life. That's pro-life. Huh? That's pro-life. So a fully formed person, you don't mind them putting to death. You mean a you mean a guilty person? Correct. Huh? You mean a guilty person? Yeah. Correct. You you yeah, so, but you're for but so, you don't you so, don't do you are you uh, are you pro uh, are you pro um, capital punishment? You support putting people to death? In some cases, yeah, I think right capital on. punishment is appropriate. Right on. But those who always how about the innocent? Do you support on, killing the innocent? On the stump and preach about how they the sanctity of life and say they're pro life. It always comes it's, it always comes with a with limited uh, attachment and strings. What's your point? That's a dumb point, Earl. Well, it's dumb to you. Yes, it is dumb saying, to me. Because do you, you know can, the difference between... It, it, Earl, life. Earl, Earl, it, Earl. Whoosh. James, James, James. <laughs> shut up. Okay. <laughs> he did it again. Okay, Earl, listen. Do you know the difference between guilt and innocence? You gotta talk up... Know do, the difference. What? Do you know the difference between guilt and innocence? Yeah. Babies are innocent. Criminals who deserve the be- death penalty presumably are not. But I'm not for as, I'm not as, for as killing Jesse people that, it, that don't deserve as, it. As Jesse would put it in black and white, either you are and you, or you aren't. That's it's dumb, no Earl. You're dumb. Are you, are you pro-life, or are you not? Goodbye, Earl. I'll guilty see you. Guilty or not guilty? Goodbye, Earl. Nice talking with you. Adios, amigos. All right. That's the Democrats for you. They just, they just change the subject and pretend that, like, like they're making some deep point. Let me get to, uh, Donning Armor out of California. Donning Armor, thank you for calling. I am opening the hey, treasure chest on good? DLive, by the way, at 55. Hey, Donnie Armour, what's up? Get, get my lemons. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, hey, how's it going, brother? Uh, I just wanted to posit uh, a response that every time that we get these uh, white-on-black, you know, uh, accusations, which, uh, what's this jogger's name again? Uh, Ahmad Arbery. Ahmad. Yes. Every time that they mention that man's name, mm-hmm. and he's a thug, uh, yeah. regardless, just like Trayvon Martin, just like Michael Brown, so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, they they brought it upon themselves. But what we should do, we shouldn't address it at all. As white people, we should just bring up the names of uh, crimes committed uh, against white people by black people. So, Zachary Randall's. If somebody says Ahmad Aubrey, just say Zachary Randalls. Yeah. He was a white man. He was a white man that was gunned down in California months ago. Uh, and he was actually hunted. He was literally hunted down and killed by a black, uh, as, well, as well as Carl Williams, um, as, as well as Mark Gassett. Uh, it was a series of, of murders, four in total, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and the black man, uh, Muhammad something or other, he... He admitted and straight up said that he was hunting down these people. So when they say that white people are hunting down their people, just bring up the names of our deceased people. Uh, I'll, I'll use one and just stick with one name. I've, I'm bringing up many names, but Emily Jones. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talks. Nobody's talking about Emily Jones. 
she's a seven-year-old, beautiful little white girl that was playing on her on her bike in the park on Mother's Day with her parents, and she was stabbed to death uh, by a black. So when you say Ahmaud Arbery, I say Emily Jones. Where's yeah. your bleeding heart for her? You know, they, they, they've got nothing. You know, uh, you, and I'll also, you bring up a great oh, point in that um, the black-on-white crime is way more rampant, way, way, way more rampant than so-called yeah. white-on-black. And this, I'm not even convinced it was a crime, this thing with... Ahmad Arbery. I'm not convinced that it was a crime. Maybe it was. But um, you bring up a good point that we need to highlight the black-on-white crime. But you made the statement, our people. And we should be about right versus wrong. And all of this black-on-white, this this white-on-black stuff, is a temptation to get into the white versus black thing versus the right versus wrong thing. And... If you can cut through the crap and yes, bring up the white on black, the black on white crime, which is way out of proportion. They, the blacks are full of hatred, and the, and this type of stuff encourages more hatred of whites. But bring up right versus wrong and stand for what's right, and don't get tempted into identifying with other than what's right, because you're gonna get sucked into this um, ident- having a false identity. Where you're going to identify with people who are wrong too, and I, you're I and you're I also and having this false identity makes you wrong too. See, I don't see it as a false identity. Um, it's it's a how about incomplete identity? Your identity is way bigger than than the than the race. But uh, I mean, I know well, you're an atheist, me... but so you can't really help it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, I'm a child of Satan or whatever. Um, but let me ask you, you don't feel a closer relationship to white people than you do to black people? I mean, kind of, yeah. You you know, I'm definitely, like, more comfortable around the whites. I didn't grow up around the blacks. They're, like, too loud and aggressive <laughs> and stuff yeah, like that. Ex- ex- and so, yes, exactly. for sure, There's the, the race does matter in this life and on this earth. But it's not. It doesn't matter in the way that people think that it does. And you're gonna get sucked into this, this uh, black versus white thing rather than right versus wrong thing. And just stick with right versus wrong. And most of the time, you're gonna end up. It's better for the whites and the blacks to be for right over wrong. Um, I, I mean, I understand the the right versus wrong thing, but yeah. I, I'm just saying that uh, we work better as teams and we're all on our own teams. Yep. Black people are on their team, we're on our team, and we work better together rather than these multicultural societies. I'm not for multicultural uh, societies, that's for sure. Dude, okay, I gotta for, uh, I gotta end this. Okay. Thanks man. Appreciate no that. And no great problem. points about the right. black on white crime. Take care. Let me get to my favorite oh hold on, favorite caller. Let me get to Bobby in Nashville. I have like two minutes. Tops. Bobby Go for it. Hey, man, really quickly about your last caller who said there was no evidence for evolution. I, I kind of disagree. Uh, I think there's a lot of evidence for evolution. Uh, but for me, I just wanted to comment how a lot of people think it's uh, so binary between creationism and evolution. And for me, I don't really see a difference. Um, I think that, you know, we it's possible that we came from lower primates. That's totally possible, but that doesn't mean that God wasn't involved and, you know, God didn't create create us as humans once we became human. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't really see it as a difference. I think, you know, we should strive to learn more about our bodies and about the world around us and about how we got here, but I don't really think that ever takes away from God, honestly. That's fair. I mean, I don't really know or care either. And I can't, I can't say one way or another. I can't say that there is evidence for it or against it. I just, you can't, I don't know. People can't really make me care. It's so mind-numbing, yeah. you know? I appreciate yeah. it, Bobby. Take care, man. Thanks, man.
All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye. My favorite caller. You have 30 seconds. Go, Mace. You know I can make it. They're ignorant. The one, not that one that just hung up, but the one before. He's stuck on what command crimes is being committed by who or whatever caller. Uh-huh. And look at his side and look at both sides and put it all together and say they're all the criminals. Just like Dylan Rudy was thug. He would never call him one. But that's not who I call. I call him Ann Coulter. Now, you're mad with her. You don't know that. You, hold on. You don't know that Donning Armor would never call Dylan Roof he will whatever not. you would. Just like Donnie Armour. He's not a thug. He was more of a um, a terrorist because he wanted to start a race war. I thought you were going to let me get my point out. Go Tomorrow you would be mad with Howard Stern because of what he said. And he talked about a southern gentleman in a tweet. One man you was in, you was in love with with, uh, with the one from Alabama. Now you're hating Jeff Sessions. Now you're hating Ann Carlton. Then Howard Stern going to be next. Howard Stern. So why are you Howard Stern, I already hated a long time ago. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Mace. So, but you don't like what somebody's saying, then you won't hate them. Right, it's you're right. So I shouldn't a, do that. And then you take All a right. look at yourself. Take a look in the mirror his, himself and stop hating on black people. Back that at you, back at you, Maze. Thank you. You have a good one too. And Kevin Crater says, "Transcend the gravel." Interesting. Thank you. Appreciate the guys. Thehakereport.com for my stuff slash show for the podcast and the video feed, and JLPTalk.com, which is also JesseLeePeterson.com slash show. For Jesse Lee Peterson's stuff. Make sure you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. It, it aired yesterday. It's up for podcast today. Yesterday evening too. Afternoon. So do it. All right, guys. Take care.